Hello, everyone, and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast, where we have in-depth and meaningful conversations with various instructors, organizers, and musicians in the colorful and exciting world of Argentine tango. I'm your host, Joe Yang. Thank you very much for joining us. Our guests today have been mesmerizing tango enthusiasts all over the world for many years now. Known for their smooth, elegant dancing style and very personable teaching method, they are an absolute pleasure to dance with and learn from. You might have heard of them. They are Somer Sorgit and Jessica Cherbakova. And with me now are Sumer and Jessica. Thank you both so much for joining me and being on the show. And it was a great weekend having you here with Workshop. So thank you again for that. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you. It was our, it's our pleasure yeah. to be yeah. back. <laughs> All right. So the first question I have for you is um, has to do with near the beginning of your tango journey. So uh, when you first started taking tango classes, first started getting into the dance, did it come easily to you? Well, for me... Uh, by the time I found tango, my dancing life was already long because I started dance when I was four. I did oh. ballroom, so I, mm-hmm. I had all this dancing experience. And my approach to tango was also, in the beginning, very much professional. Mm-hmm. I, I found it as a new dance, mm-hmm. and I knew that any dance would require a lot of work, and mm-hmm. I was ready to, to work more with, um, with, let's say, like a physical part, mm-hmm. but then later I discovered that tango is so much more deeper yeah. that you kind of need to mm-hmm. change the mindset mm-hmm. from feeling to, to the physical part. Mm. So, yeah, my approach was first, like, more professional than, than to, I see. to start to okay. feel it from beginning, like maybe other people would do. Okay. Interesting. And you, somewhere? Well, when I first started, I thought it was a much complicated dance, mm-hmm. which how you see it from outside. But when I got into it, that I found it a little bit um, natural for me. Mm-hmm. Even though, yes, it, because you're dancing with another person, it might be a little bit complicated, leading and following, mm-hmm. I understand. But for me, it just came very natural, even though I didn't do any couple dancing before. Oh. So tango was pretty much my first couple dancing. But I did many years uh, folk dancing, mm-hmm. Turkish folk dancing, since okay. I was five, six years old. Oh. But I was, uh, I believe, 20, 21 when okay. I first started tango. Okay. Nice. But it was natural. Okay. Can you, can you describe the moment or the moments uh, when you knew that you wanted tango to be part of your big part of your life? Well, I can say that it was the love at first sight for me. Mm-hmm. I I met tango in, in my last year in the university, mm-hmm. and as soon as uh, I saw it, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, this is. I mean, I I need to be involved with tango. Mm-hmm. I want to learn it and I want to develop myself but I didn't know that it was gonna be my profession okay. at that moment mm-hmm. but I really liked it a lot and then moving to Chicago from Turkey mm-hmm. then it started shaping then I start also traveling to Buenos Aires mm-hmm. from Chicago then I started getting more into it and started to think that okay I can do this as a profession mm-hmm. But it, it was not an easy journey. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How about you? Yes, well, yeah. for me, yeah, I danced all the other things before, mm-hmm. and when I found tango, I find 
I understood that wow, this is something already next level. Mm-hmm. That it's more complicated, it's more deep. But I, I wouldn't say that there was a moment. Yes, mm-hmm. I liked it from very beginning, and I wanted really to do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, the love to tango or, or this, uh, it came little by little because first you see only the visual, mm-hmm. but when you start getting into it you will see how deep it is mm. how deep is the dance mm-hmm. so the love like l- grows mm-hmm. with uh, with every every moment of more and more so okay. i cannot say that it was a love from the first oh, sight okay. not for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's always interesting to see how people started out mm-hmm. yeah. can you describe your first milonga wow my first milonga I can describe that I did not dance the entire night. I spent the whole time just watching couples. Mm-hmm. I was so shy and uh, so intimidated by all the dancers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I end up uh, sitting, watching and listening uh, and just talking to people. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was fearful. <laughs> it wasn't an easy milonga for me. <laughs> and for me, it was exactly opposite. <laughs> because my first milonga, I already danced a lot. Mm. As a follower, it's so much easier. Okay. And you can be li- surprised that mm-hmm. when you're dancing with a good leader, that wow, he made me do this, he made me do that. Mm. So I was dancing already in my first milonga, and 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 probably this was also that kept me going mm-hmm. that you know you don't get so scared in the beginning but mm-hmm. it's completely different experience for yeah. leader but and for mm-hmm. the follower and in addition to this but i always suggest all my students not to sit whoever mm-hmm. goes to their first milonga even though they just able to walk with their partners just just do it mm-hmm. no matter i i can understand that it's not easy for especially for a leader to stay in the ronda and not to step on your, their partner's foot mm-hmm. and just to concentrate on some certain movements, but no matter what, they have to step on the dance floor immediately. Mm-hmm. That's the only way. Yeah. It can be a practica, it can be a milonga, no matter what, they need to do it, do something outside of the class. Mm-hmm. They have to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that kind of segues into the next question was, uh, since a lot of our students are just getting into tango, they love it, but they are, Get, they are a little bit nervous, a little apprehensive about that that milonga. So that's good. So so getting immediately onto the dance. They what, have to. Yeah. What uh, what other I guess milonga survival tips would you would you give them? Can you think of any others? <laughs> well, first of all, they need to definitely feel comfortable with who are they dancing with. Mm-hmm. That that's my suggestion. Like they they don't need to just like go ask somebody they don't know. Yeah. You know, it makes things a little bit easier mm-hmm. if they're friends if they know each other from a class uh, yeah you know so mm-hmm. I, I i would just suggest that stick to mm-hmm. that co- kind of an idea yeah because you're never alone you always have somebody like you yes exactly oh, okay yeah. so mm-hmm. it's not that you enter to a milonga and mm-hmm. you need to face with all the advanced dancers yeah. and you are the only one but there is mm-hmm. always people like you so stick to people mm-hmm. the, how, how they're absolutely like you need to definitely experience an experienced dancer mm-hmm. dancing with you but until you get to a certain point you need to you need to stick to your group yeah it helps okay excellent definitely helps yeah so kind of sticking with uh, with teaching experiences um what's some of the the most useful 
or most memorable feedback you've gotten from from a teacher? For like from our teachers? Yes. Memorable feedback. <laughs> well, it's very cliche, but just yeah. practice, practice, practice. Okay. Practice and uh, listen. Mm-hmm. You need to. I mean, for me, I mean, my the my, the teachers that uh, that I admire mm-hmm. because they're not just uh, concentrate concentrating on leading the movement. They're also they're able to follow what they're leading. Mm-hmm. So they're so much uh, in the zone mm-hmm. that uh, they wouldn't leave any gap in the dance that uh, they would get disconnected from their partners. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're just mandatory doing some movements back to back. I see. They're really in a harmony with their partners and throughout the whole three minute song. Mm-hmm. And it's just a pleasure to to be able to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think in tango you really need to focus on to your partner, like in more than in any of other dances. Mm-hmm. So because it's it's just happening between these two people mm-hmm. and the good leader and good follower is the one who really listens. Mm-hmm. So even if you go to a class and you get a lot of feedback from your teacher, there is a separate time for you to think of your own things mm-hmm. or what you need to improve. But when you're already in a couple, you need to focus or concentrate what's mm-hmm. happening between two of you. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, like it's just like so many layers, no? Mm-hmm. So you need to work on your technique, mm-hmm. which is your class time. Then you need to go to a practica. Then you start getting used to what you're learning in the class. Mm-hmm. Then you go to a milonga. Then that's time for you to enjoy your moment. Mm-hmm. Because if you just go to a class yeah. and don't practice, just jump into the milonga, mm-hmm. that's also tough. Yeah. Then you start practicing the things that maybe that person is there to enjoy. Mm-hmm. So it's just a lack of communication yeah. or, or interest. Okay. Okay. Next question, uh, kind of changing gears back to, uh, back to teaching. So uh, can you describe your transition from tango students to tango teachers? I mean, you're still learning, but mm-hmm. now you're... You're very well known for teachers. So how did that transition happen? For me, it happened very fast. I was it was bold from my part. Okay. And I just made that decision after I moved to Chicago. It was one year later I mm-hmm. started learning tango. Oh wow! So it was almost in a year. Mm-hmm. I decided to teach, but I I understood that I knew nothing. Mm-hmm. So that made me think more and think more deep about how I can learn better and teach better. Mm. That made me go go to Buenos Aires okay. and learn the material more because mm-hmm. in Chicago I didn't have the opportunity to learn. Ah. It was mainly just uh, self-learning okay. and uh, self-teaching mm. and without having much uh, reference. Okay. But going to Buenos Aires and taking classes definitely guides you and help helps you. Mm-hmm. How about you? Jessica? Yeah, and for me also, like I, I always had this approach that I can teach something that I know deep mm-hmm. or detail. So always like trying to make sure that this is my way. This is how I understand. This is how mm-hmm. I feel. This this is what I understand from from mm-hmm. whatever different movements or dances. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was very important that I understand myself 
and mm-hmm. then from through my own experience I can teach mm-hmm. so never to follow some sort of I don't know guidelines but just to first to understand yourself yeah maybe under somebody else's supervising or whatever but mm-hmm. but to feel and then to be able to explain it with your own words mm. yep mm-hmm. so this is important that if if I don't feel it then I, I, I will not open my mouth <laughs> yeah yeah no I think it's a really good point you bring up I mean it's like I'm gonna do this but then you know what you have to do go to Buenos Aires Absolutely. Go, and it's uh, I think what a lot of our students have to understand is you you're not gonna perfect the knowledge before you go out to a milonga that in the process of using the dance mm-hmm. is where it starts to make it sense. It will just stay yeah. on the surface. Exactly. Yeah, you, you might still teach something mm-hmm. which uh, you will not uh, be able to use it with mm-hmm. many people mm-hmm. because it's such a mm-hmm. I mean, uh, broad language that a lot of people are speaking mm-hmm. but you need to start articulating it. No. Yeah. Uh, then it becomes much easier to communicate with different people. Mm-hmm. It's not just okay. Like I learn something and then I teach it my way, but I can dance only with certain people. Ah. You know. Yeah. yeah. But that that's not what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. You wanna be able to dance with everybody, mm-hmm. basically. And often you learn something in one way, and when you go deeper, you mm-hmm. find maybe a different way of approaching it, or explaining it, or feeling it, and. If you understand that it works, mm-hmm. this is the thing that you can you can give to others. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, like Somer was already mentioning that it's a language that should work for everybody. But mm-hmm. maybe sometimes you learn in one way, you did not get it deep or yourself, and you work you continue working, and maybe you are teaching it uh, differently, which mm-hmm. is not right or wrong because there are so many teachers who teach everything differently mm. but somehow at the end it's important that students can come together and mm. dance yeah no matter mm-hmm. who was their teacher yeah. so yep. at the end it's the practical thing mm-hmm. is it working or it's not working okay yeah excellent yeah. so do you have um, any particular steps that you really enjoy teaching mm. particular steps <coughs> I like turns mm-hmm. sacadas definitely I like, I don't know, changing the dynamic inside yeah, the movement. Yeah, changing the dynamic is also something that is, uh, I like mm. on working things that uh, that you use one thing with many different ways mm-hmm. and finding the new new possibilities for this. Mm-hmm. I like definitely changes of directions uh-huh. yeah. with the different dynamics. I mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious because that's yeah, always yeah, fun, yeah, to of fun to pick your brain <laughs> on that. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> so you've traveled to many places all over the world, to many cities, big cities, small cities, large communities, smaller communities. Uh, you've met a lot of really wonderful people in your journey. So in terms of the really, really nice communities you've been to, the really good ones, the effective just like ones. Madison. Just like Madison, of course. <laughs> what, what do they all have in common in your, according to your observations? I think when people have this approach that um, they want to learn Mm -hmm. and if they don't think too highly of themselves, Mm -hmm. it will make this environment very warm for Mm -hmm. everybody. Mm -hmm. Like uh, sometimes you might meet people who who are very good, 
but they also act that they know that they are very ah, good. Okay. And I think this will push some other people away and it mm -hmm. will just divide the community. Mm -hmm. So people who still like have this uh, feeling of learning and maybe sharing with other people mm -hmm. also on the dance floor that they dance with everybody. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's the feeling that that is easy to lose mm -hmm. in the community, I believe. Mm -hmm. But somehow in some communities it works better, yeah. some other places and not some so good. Some places definitely they don't have any ego, mm -hmm. they're just m way more open-minded, mm -hmm. they're willing to learn, like you feel that they're hungry. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you feel it in their energy, they're there to, to be able to receive mm -hmm. and also to share mm -hmm. with the others. Mm -hmm. But definitely, there are some communities. They're just like trying to, I don't know, see. Okay, like, what what, what can you offer? What uh, what do you have? Okay. Show me what you have. Mm. This kind of uh, an attitude. Mm -hmm. Well, you feel it. You feel it in the energy. How they're treating you and how mm -hmm. how they're receiving. It's a big difference. Of course, like we are professionals. Like I mm -hmm. understand, we need to be able to stay the same. Mm -hmm. But it also affects our energy. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, you're made of. Uh, meat and bones no we're human beings right yeah so yeah. we also get affected okay when you have this nice energy and feeling that they're open mm -hmm. you would love to yeah. work and you feel in the class if people are thinking with you and if they give the feedback mm -hmm. and they give their comment like agreeing mm -hmm. or like being something different mm -hmm. then Oh. Then yeah, oh. it should be a change, not <laughs> only one way teaching. Right, Boys. right, exactly. Yeah, and we're we're now joined by Leon. There, there. <laughs> Hola Leon. Hola qué tal. Hola qué tal. Oh, he waved to me. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we like to have this conversation, conversational feeling with our students. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not again what you were saying, like not one way. Yeah. Yeah, you have a dialogue, mm -hmm. not just a monologue. Yeah. Yeah, that that, that helps a lot. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Good. Good. Okay, another another question I have. Um, so you get to you you both get to do something that you love. Um, you know, as a as a mm -hmm. full time profession. Uh, you met all kinds of people, been to all different kinds of places. What what has being a tango teacher? What is that? Uh, what has that taught you? Maybe perhaps about life, about work. And it taught a lot of things. Yeah. a lot of things. How you how you communicate with people, and uh, how you m how you just become uh, like a n normal human being. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's. We don't get disconnected from life. Yeah. Because I see that like you're you're still doing something mm -hmm. that requires uh, I don't know to be not greedy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You need to be on time. Mm -hmm. uh, you need to do something that you love with love. Mm -hmm. No, you need to share it. So we are not so much disconnected from our profession. Uh -huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, you need to be generous. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's every day you're you're learning mm -hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because um, we we love to share what we have, but at the same time it's not just like we are so greedy. Okay, I'm keeping it for myself, and I want to give just mm -hmm. little in little doses. I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We don't have this kind of Mama, approach Papa. or or a personality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So it, it, it is just. Uh, how you become a good person? I mean, you you just need to mm -hmm. do it that way. Yeah. And there is approach to every person. Mm -hmm. Like 
you need to be patient and you you need to know that if the person is willing to learn mm -hmm. and he will not understand you maybe in the first time then there is a way to explain and and like make yourself clear mm -hmm. with the different ways and different things works with different people oh, right. so you need to adjust mm -hmm. who you are actually teaching yeah. in that moment mm -hmm. Yeah, so reading people, that's definitely a, yes. a skill yeah, yes. that you Absolutely, yes. you start learning it mm -hmm. with experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what uh, what future goals do you have with Tango? You're both relatively young. Very relatively, young, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know about that. <laughs> Our goal is to uh, dance until we die. Yes, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Not stop to dance, yeah. no matter we wanna, how. We want to enjoy, enjoy it as much as possible mm -hmm. with what, what we are doing. And we are... Uh, fortunate enough that we really do what we love mm -hmm. and we just want it to continue yeah. this way. Excellent. Yeah. Good, good. Okay, so where can we find out more information about you? Facebook. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have a website as well? We have a website, mm -hmm. Jessica and Swamer. Jessica and Swamer. Dot com. Okay, yeah. great. I'll put all that in the yeah. show notes so people can, people can look yes. that up when yeah. they, they download it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you both so much for for your time. Uh, and you know, we work you hard while you're out here, well, but we really you. enjoyed you you so having much. you here. So great. Thanks. Great and safe to travels to thank where you. you're to where you're headed Bye. next. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Well, that was another fun conversation, and it's always nice to be able to do an interview in person. Sumer and Jessica hit upon several important points. What stood out to me was the way they emphasized communication with our partners. Being in tune with our partners isn't just something nice to say during a conversation about tango, it really needs to be practiced, and it has to be happening for the entire duration of whatever song we're dancing to. I know we're sometimes afraid that if we focus too much on our partners, we won't be able to do our parts well as leaders or followers, but the opposite is true. We only do our parts well when we are totally dialed in on what our partners are doing and how they're moving. So Mary and Jessica also emphasize the simple advice of practice, practice, practice. Before we brush that off as something we've already been told a thousand times, let's take that idea to its logical conclusion. In tango, practice isn't just about working on the walk or our ochos every day. Another component of practice involves going to the milongas, using our dance even when we don't feel ready. As I mentioned, we only improve and the dance only makes sense when we go out there and start using it. And it's okay to make mistakes, that's part of the learning process, but don't wait until you're ready because you're never gonna feel ready enough, even when you are. So thank you again, Sumer and Jessica, for your thoughts and for your time. And to all of you listeners, thank you again so much for tuning into Joe's Tango Podcast. If you enjoy this program and you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a five-star rating, a positive review, and remember to subscribe. It just takes a couple seconds. That does a lot to help more people find this podcast. And of course, sharing this with your friends would also be lovely. I truly, truly appreciate your support. Okay, that's it for now. We'll have more shows coming to you every week. I'm Joe Yang. Talk to you again soon.